morning readers. Today is Friday, January 15th, and you're listening to First Chapter Fridays, presented by the Baker Free Library. My name is Juliana, and I am the library's youth services librarian. Welcome to this week's program. Every Friday, I'll be sharing the first chapter of a middle grade book with you. Middle grade books are designed for readers aged 8 to 12, but they can be enjoyed by readers of every age. We hope that this program will introduce you to authors and titles you've never read or considered before. If you like today's chapter, you can place a reserve on the featured book using the library's catalog or by calling the library at 224-7113. If you'd like something to do while you listen, head to the library's website, bowbakerfreelibrary.org. On the 4Kids page, listed under Events and Programs, you'll find a link to an active listening worksheet that you can download and print. While you're listening today, jot down any thoughts, questions, or ideas you have about the story. You can also draw, doodle, pick up your room, build with Legos, or work on a craft project while you listen. All right, readers, let's jump into today's story. Today, our featured book is A Wolf Called Wander by Roseanne Perry. A Wolf Called Wander is one of 20 nominees for this year's Great Stone Face Book Award. Each year, librarians across New Hampshire nominate their favorite middle grade books from the previous year, and in April, 4th, 5th, and 6th grade students vote for their favorite. As part of First Chapter Fridays, I'll be introducing you to some of this year's nominees. Inspired by a true story, a wolf called Wander follows a wild wolf cub named Swift, who becomes separated from his pack and must journey through the dangerous wilderness alone to find his way home. Here's a little more about the story. Swift, a wild wolf cub, lives with his pack in the mountains. When a rival pack attacks, Swift and his family scatter, and Swift sets out on an incredible journey through dense forests, into barren wilderness, and across flowing water. A Wolf Called Wander is based on the extraordinary true story of a wolf named OR7, and often called Journey, a wild wolf who traveled a remarkable 1,000 miles across the Pacific Northwest. Want to hear more about this incredible journey? Let's dive into the first chapter of A Wolf Called Wander by Roseanne Perry. Chapter 1. Pack. I begin in darkness, and my nose tells me everything I know. I have a brother, sharp, bigger than me, and all growl. I have sisters, pounce, who loves to wrestle, and wag, who talks with her tail. And best of all, my brother warm, who likes to curl up under my chin, the only pup smaller than me. I nose each one of them, and the damp dirt above, and the dry grass below. I circle the den while the others drowse. I take test runs up the tunnel. They call me Swift because I was the first to stand up and walk. Wherever my legs take me, I always circle back to the empty, hollow spot in the center of the den that smells like home, like the thing I can never smell enough. And then she comes in out of the wind, the best of all smells, mother. She turns around once, nose touching each of us in turn, and then lies down in her hollow. Sharp, pounce and wag, dive for her belly to drink, I could have been first, but mother's fur is full of smells. From her hip to her shoulder to her warm, growly breath, she holds smells with no name, 
smells that make me want to push beyond the place at the mouth of the tunnel where Mother has said, do not pass, and put my nose where the light comes from. I am late for lunch. Warm creeps toward the last drinking spot. I lunge for it, and then, ah, drinking fast and strong, drinking gulps and dribbles and gasps. Mother sings to us as we drink about the wide world beyond our den and the story of our life in the mountains. I take in her song like air, like milk, pack, mountains, elk, stars, wind, rain, howl, hunt, mountains and pack. As always, Warm squirms under me in his low to the ground way. He whimpers and pushes his head under my chin. Pop! My drinking spot is gone. Belly half full, I move on. I do not even try, sharp. He's big, and there is a bite behind all that loud mouth yowling. I nudge Pounce, but she steps on my head. Wag gives up her drinking spot when I push her away. Wag pushes Pounce, who pushes Sharp, and then he turns to warm, teeth bared, and growls the one word we all know, mine. Warm creeps away and curls up in the back of the den alone. One by one, we slide full-bellied into dreams. Before I do, I catch a sweet smell that gives me no peace. I yawn, lift my nose, and yes, there is more milk, and I can claim it. More, and if I drink it, I will grow to be even bigger than sharp. I find just one swallow in every drinking spot. And now I know one thing my brother and sisters do not. High milk is the sweetest of all. I lick the last drops from my chin and curl my body around warm so they will not step on him in the dark. Tell me again, I say to mother. I point my nose to the tunnel. When can I go outside? It's wild and hungry out there on the home ground, Mother says, and you are tender and tasty, my wolfling, my own. Wait until you're bigger. She sighs at the soft pool of light that has spilled through the do not pass onto the den floor. Wait until you have a fighting chance. I stretch my nose toward the light and stifle the yawn that comes with the stretch. I don't want to wait. My sisters and brothers breathe a slow, deep breath of sleep. My head bobs, but I fight. Tell me more. The pack belongs to the mountains, and the mountains belong to the pack, Mother begins, and the wolf star shines on us all. I listen, but the long and winding slide into dreams carries me away. And so I sleep and wake and eat and sleep until the time when I wake and Mother is gone. A cool white glow shines in from the do not pass. I check on all five smells of us in the dirt and the dry grass and the echo of mother's smell in her hollow. Everything is here. Everything is right. Except my empty belly. I feel the sway of it side to side as I pace the den floor. There is less room now, no new smells to smell, only longer bodies to trip over, and sharp is still the biggest of us all. Mother has never left us so long. Warm whimpers and rubs his head along my shoulder. The pack belongs to the mountains. The mountains belong to the pack, says Wag. And the wolf star shines on us all, Warm chimes in. They go on, the two of them, telling each other the story. Sharp pretends not to notice that Mother is gone, but he puts his teeth on pounce, just in case she might taste good. She rustles, stomps him to the ground. I take my nose to the do not pass to learn what a pup can know. Warm shivers at the dare I am taking. I don't care. I am only a paw length over the line. Two paws over. Three. Three paws over the line, and I can smell new things. The dark den of the sky has a soft white circle that glows. 
Smaller white sparks flicker all around it, so many of them. More than tails, more than paws, more even than claws, paws, and tails put together. I cannot stop watching them. The cool air carries news of faraway things I have only heard about in stories. Pine, mouse, owl, fur, huckleberry, water. There is more in the air than I can name. I inch forward against Worm's nudge of warning. Do not pass. Crouch, freeze. It is a new wolf. I sniff and freeze again. It is a not-mother smell. Sniff, wag, freeze. I've smelled him on mother's fur. He's family. I creep forward. Do not pass. Warm is long gone to the back of the den, but I can't keep the wag out of my tail. It thwaps on the den roof and rains down dirt. Hush! Nose to ground. I do not mean to bow down. His voice pulls me down. Listen, he says. Not so harsh this time. My ears turn. The wind brings sound along with smell. Whoosh, creak and pop from the wind in the trees nearby. Hoot and scurry from further off. And then a howl. My fur goes up all over. It is a sound from my dreams. I feel an answering howl deep inside, but not so deep that the pup watcher can't see it is about to come out. Hush, he says, hush. I swallow my howl and sit on my wag. I wait, hunger forgotten in the wash of new sounds. The pup watcher waits too. He paces slowly, a gray shape in a circle of trees. I hear water running far away, buzz and chirping from nearby. The heartbeat sound of running feet from medium far, and then nearer and nearer still. And now I can smell them, mother and our kin. Sharp wag and pounce are all at my heels now. They crowd in beside me, stepping over warm and making hungry whimpers. And then mother comes over the ridge, running with the pack all around her. Mother, she is silver gray and tall with black ears and a black tail tip. Her kin rub shoulders with her. They bow their heads and sing her name. I can smell her sweet, wild, milk-wind smell. Come, she says. I am all wag. Outside? I want to be sure. Come, she says. Come out. I spring up, but sharp shoulders pass me and pounce steps on my hind end. I roll her off, and we burst out of the den together, raining dirt on wag and warm behind us. I am out. Out! The bigness of it, this new den with the black roof no jump could reach. I jump anyway just to try. Wind runs through my fur. My kin knows me from head to tail. I breathe in each one of them. Golden-furred song, the hunter, and the pup-watcher, growl, who walks slowly and with a limp. I cannot stop the wag. I lick the ground of our gathering place. Salt, iron, ash, home. That's it for today, readers. If you'd like to hear the rest of this story, call the library or visit bowbakerfreelibrary.org to reserve A Wolf Called Wander by Roseanne Perry. The library also owns this title as an audiobook. If you like this story, you might also enjoy Roseanne Perry's newest book, A Whale of the Wild, about a young orca whale who makes a perilous journey across the sea. If you'd like to read more stories featuring wolves, try the books Old Wolf by Avi, The Wolf's Boy by Susan Williams Beckhorn, or A Wolf or a Spell by Kara Sutton. Thank you for listening to First Chapter Fridays. Tune in again next week to hear another great story.